Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. We're honored to come across your broadcast, your airways, and thank you for doing that. Thank you for being part of this. We we always want to come to you and say, listen, we love you. We appreciate what you're doing. And we tell you we're continuing on with the ministry. The ministry is not only this podcast. We got a retreat coming up. We got classes all over the country. We're reaching out wherever there are people suffering from PTSD. We want to help them. We're uh, so folks, you, you know, get a hold of me, Doug at woundedspirits.com. We want to talk to you about the retreat. We want to talk to you about some stuff we're going through. We we want you to help us at least be a prayer partner with us. We want to get to know everybody we can get to know. Uh, you can find us on Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page. Drop a message. You can find us uh, at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. We'll make sure we get back to you. So I've had with me my friend, Kevin Robb. So Kevin came over. I just, he literally walked into the house. I pointed him toward a microphone, a Bible, and a set of earphones that said, grab a seat, Amen. just so you know what's going on around here. So, uh, and, but we've been talking about it on and off all week. So, hey, let's, you know, let's get on the air. Let's do some broadcasting. And, and uh, you know, actually, we're doing this just a couple weeks out. But to be able to have these things in the ready mode and, and be ready to broadcast, be ready to make a difference. And, and uh, so that's what we wanted to do. And we just wanted to reach out to you. So today's word, as uh, those of you who listen know, every single day we're trying to grab a topic or a subject subject that's relevant to those people who are sitting out there and they're in pain, they're in hurt, they're in uh, dealing with PTSD, their hearts have been stretched, people have messed them over. Folks, uh, you know, let me tell you something. It happens. This is life. The great news is we serve a great God, and today's word is hurt. You know, I was looking at that. I, I was talking to Brother Kevin a minute ago about hurt, and I said, you know, we can look at hurt as hurt or harm, but it's almost like a state we're in, Brother Kevin. It's a state of hurt. You know, we've been damaged. Somebody has, you know, words words can be terrible. You know, they mm-hmm. cut like a sword, man, and and uh, it, it can be abuse. You know, there's so many uh, young ladies and even some young gentlemen uh, that as they were younger were abused physically, hurt, beat, and the terrible things, the lasciviousness, craziness of this world, and there's so much hurt and harm. And I want to I wanna look at this word because, you know, none of this surprises God. God knows that we're a world of craziness. Uh, God knows the pains we have, the hurts we have God knows the decisions we have to make, and and uh, and and I will tell you something, friends. I, I just want you to know this. I want you to know that we serve a loving God. That uh, uh, and that loving God, man, He can take our hurts away. He can uh, He can set us back on the right path. He brings us there, brother Kevin. When when you think of hurt, brother Kevin, and you're thinking about it as a almost like a noun, I guess, in a state of being hurt. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, yeah, hurt, hurt is that passive, um, you know, v- verb where you, you're, you've been, uh, you've yeah. been the object of something yeah. hurtful and the harm that you feel or the harm that you endure, whether or not you even know it's uh, there, 
is something that you, you, you know, you were inflicted with. There's something um, that, that took place. And as, and as they say, and I, when I think about hurts to me or <clears throat> hurts, you know, that, that I've, that I've done, you know, on someone else I, inadvertently or not inadvertently, just because you're being stupid or careless, um, you're thinking <clears throat> the secret of dealing with it or the secret to victory and healing is your response to it. So yeah. it's not so much the, you know, revisiting the hurt over and over. That's not what I want to do. Yeah. If I'm hurting, I want to be able to say, what are the set of options that God has given me? And the set of options are, you know, the f- they're contained in the fruit of the spirit and, yeah. and some of the things that are here in Proverbs, you know, where it talks about a soft answer, turn it the way around, forgive, um, you know, as, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you, some of those things that Jesus taught us as well. But yeah, when I think of hurt, I just think of, you know, something that I, I, I happened to, to something that it happened to me. I did not actively cause it typically, but it, it was, I was the passive recipient of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so thinking about the word, like he was saying hurt and it's true. A sense is a verb, a past thing. I've been hurt, things like that. And, and, what I want to talk about too is just what Kevin got to at the end is that, you know, he's hurt, you know, that, that it's becomes part of you and it shouldn't. And, and that's where I had mentioned, you know, it's almost like a noun, the hurt person, the physically injured person, the long term. And, and folks, can I tell you something that physical injuries, you go through them with the doctor and God can help you and he heals you. And, and he may, and sometimes we deal with the pains of life and the terrible things. And sometimes God, uh, brother Kevin brings us through the university of great pain. Sometimes God brings us through, I, I hate to say it as a chronic <clears throat> pain sufferer, I, I hate to say that some of the folks listening to me have been in the university of great pain. But can I tell you something, folks? God never sends us to the university of great pain. God never sends us to the college of hurt uh, without us coming out better, without us coming out more helpful. You know, some people, they just want to disregard people or, or put some people. Our God's not that person. Our God's not that God. Our God, everything we go through, we get to go through to be better. We go through these trials and they're not, you know, we're not deists. There's not a God up there who's angry at us pulling these strings and, you know, well, you know, let's hurt Kevin and see what we can mess up his life on. No, we serve a great God that everything, everything we've been through in life, brethren, listen to what I'm telling you. Every single thing that's happened in your life, that moron girlfriend or boyfriend, that moron dad, uncle, aunt, that moron military thing, that murder you witness, that terrible thing, God doesn't let that sit out there of no good. That's part of the university of hurt, man. That's something that you can use to help others. That's something that you can turn around and say, you know what, God, I've been through this terrible thing and I can sit here and lay on my couch and say, no more, I don't want to be part of this. Or I can get up and say, God, what is it you have for me? What's the other side of this hurt? Because God, you didn't, I, I didn't go through this so uh, that I become somebody that just stays at the house. 
I went through this because I serve a great God who's going to use this so I can use it to help others. And, I, and, and folks, I just want to say that. And remember a couple things. The Lord is nigh, meaning close, unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as a contrite spirit. He's right next to you. He's close to you. Uh, the Lord is close to them with a broken heart. He's right next to us. And he saves us, right? He saves us. For I reckon, one of my favorite verses, and, and uh, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed to us folks there's glory on the other side of the university of pain there's glory on the other side of somebody hurting you there's glory on the other side of that knucklehead that uh, uh, tried to ruin your life there's glory on the other side of those things you've been through there's glory on the other side when these freaks have tried to hurt you there's glory on the other side of these people who tried to kill you and killed your friends and hurt you and ruined your life and try to outsmart you and all those things and those terrible things we can fixate on and get lost in and, and God only knows what happens to us. There's glory on the other side of that. Kevin, there's glory on the other side of that. If we don't get hooked up, if we don't get caught in a trap, if we don't get caught in pride, if we, if we don't get caught in anger, if we, then there's glory. God's on the other side, brother. He's yes. in the middle too. He's right. He's right there with you, man. He right there. You know, he's the main professor. Not only is he the dean, or or not only is he the officer that accepts you at the college on a full scholarship, uh, he brings you into the university of pain and hurt and ugliness and weirdness. God brings you there. Yeah. But there's a reason because when you graduate, oh man, when when God shows us that reason, man, <laughs> <laughs> folks, can I tell you something? Woo. Man, I, I remember uh, broken neck, smashed face, broken teeth, collapsed lung, upside down saying, what's this all about? But man, when you come out of the other end of that helicopter action, when you come out of the end of that physical pain, whew, man, it's shouting time. I can remember that. And there was a pastor in my life, brother. He tried to mess over my entire life. He forgot we serve a great God. He forgot about that. You know, he and, and his whole control freakingness and narcissism and all that and trying to ruin lives and, and, and trying to, uh, you know, uh, craft phrases and things that can make me look bad and him look good. He had to be the hero. He forgot about God. He forgot about the glory on the other end of things. And, folks, I, I haven't preached in a few weeks. Forgive me for this, but there's glory. <laughs> there's glory, Kevin. Amen. Preach it. There's glory on the other side. <laughs> That's what I want you to know this morning, folks. There's glory on the other side. Can I tell you that? There's glory on the other side. So we're in chapter uh, number 19. We're on uh, verse number 15, and it starts off right away, and we're talking about this lazy, knuckleheaded people out there. It says, slothfulness catheth into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. It's talking about, how, boy, lazy people. I don't know. I can't, I can't stand lazy people. And, uh, you know, and, and folks, if you're lazy, you just got to let that go, man. Sometimes, you know, I, brother, you remember 90 pounds ago, I, I mean, before I lost that weight and weight wasn't everything. I, I know a lot of hardworking people who maybe are a little bit overweight and stuff, but I'm here to tell you, man, uh, I was lazier than that, but I'm still, I'm more wound up than an eight day clock. I had a Colonel tell me that one time. He said, you're more wound up than an eight day clock. General Norman Schwarzkopf told me one day, he says, are you snorting coffee, Sergeant? You know, <laughs> I, I get wound up, man, I but, but I'm here to tell you something. Laziness doesn't work. No, it's not of God. You know, uh, laziness is not of God. It, it, it's, it's talking about casting us into like this deep sleep. Uh, we don't do anything. It, it plunges us into a state of, uh, we don't want to be in. 
you know, an idle person will suffer hunger because you're not out making money. You're not doing things. You're not growing stuff. You're not picking up stuff. You're, you're not, folks, I, I mean, we could talk about this, but, but we know what's going on here. Most of us could look at this and say, man, I hate laziness. But you know what most of us need to do? We need to stop and take inventory again and say, am I lazy? You know, have I got up and wash it? Man, there's nothing worse than a person that'll get up and not make their bed. In my opinion, you got to make your bed. Right. You know, folks, if you don't make, I mean, in the army, I mean, that's a court martial offense right there. You don't make, it should be. I mean, you should be hung up by your little toes or something. Man, a person won't make their bed isn't going to do a thing all day. Right. Do your laundry, you know, clean your house, put things away. You know, I don't know laziness, but it cuts deeper than that. Listen, folks, we got to let our stations identify themselves and maybe throw you a quick commercial or two. We love you. And we're going to be right back. So laziness, brother Kevin, what are you thinking? Wow. Well, you know, <clears throat> there are a lot of people that are more of a passive personality versus, you know, wound up more than an eight-day clock. And um, what they need to recognize is, uh, and, you know, I, I'm more, you know, when I get around someone that's wound up, I let them do the winding and let them do the, you know, unwinding and, and doing stuff. But uh, eventually you got to realize, <clears throat> you know, we can hurt ourselves. The Bible says, uh, he that... Uh, an idle soul shall suffer. So we're talking about hurt, right? So, yeah. An idle soul hurts himself because he is letting life go by, letting his uh, circumstances happen to him, and and he's just going to get hurt over and over and over because he's not being right, proactive, and <clears throat> trying to affect change about things. So if you're, you know, if you're whatever you said, seventy pounds overweight. Uh, I know when I, I I lost some weight here over the last year or so, and uh, yeah, a, a you good, got at least you, a, you don't have a second chin anymore, brother. You're looking good. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Only one chin is needed. Yeah, amen, amen. Well, and someone said a beard a beard covers a multitude of chins, and that's yeah. one of the reasons I had a beard. But but anyway, our um, our 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 proactive nature has to kick in where we say, you know what. No one's going to make my life any better but me. And I have got to get a hold of God and say, God, I'm going to step out and do some things. Please bless the work of my what? My hands. So as I do something, Lord, bless this. And, and, and I have to do that every day. You know, maybe not in those words, but say, Lord, I give this day to you. Yeah. I, I'm going to proactively do some things. I'm not doing it to, to, to worship the work of my hands. I'm here to... I want you to bless the work of my hands. I want to see change. I want to lose the weight or I want to overcome some things. I want to deal with some hurtful situations that I'm going to face today and I want to deal with them right. And I need you to bless as I proactively get off of my, you know, blessed assurance and make some stuff happen. Yeah. And, 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 I'm just a, you know, full disclosure, you know, and you guys know that Stephanie and I are full disclosure people. We tell you everything we, and we tell you when we backslide, we're going to give all the names of the people we talk about here. You know, if we, if we ever get to that point, you know, if we get a warning, in the raptures in a couple of days, we'll let you know who everybody was that messed us over. But anyway, more important than that. <laughs> God, we won't have the warning, right? Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll just hear a shout and Trump. I'll, I'll be going to the sky on my podcast saying, it was so-and-so. Oh, they'll be covering me on the news saying, what's Doug yelling up there? It was so-and-so. Uh, but I, I just, full disclosure, you know, this happens to everybody, folks. And yeah. we, if we're not careful, boy, the depression, the heaviness shows up. 
And uh, boy, if we're not careful, we start thinking bad about ourselves. Boy, if we're not careful, we just want to lay on the couch. If we're not careful, uh, we don't want to do any movement. We don't want to read any books. We, 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 we just not studying our Bible. We're not getting out and doing those things. But our God can pull us out. Yeah. And you know, I was just thinking, too, you talked yeah. about depression and sitting on the couch. You know, couch potatoes are known as depressed people. I mean, yeah. kind of that's the picture. Yeah. And um, and it's that passive. I'm just going to click the TV remote all day and drink in whatever they can give me because I'm hoping for something that'll make me feel better. You know. Yeah. But um, you know, but the idea of being, you know, to me, laziness is the opposite of being proactive. So if I'm proactive about depression, that means that I'm going to have to. Uh, say no to some thoughts because I, I've been really brother meditating on this idea of I overcome depression that they're the strongholds of the mind that we have to cast down yeah. here again that's actively it's easy to passively say well in life's not good I wasn't treated good I'm a victim yeah you know been messed over and passively let things go, but 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 actively or being proactive means I'm going to have to say no. God says this, boy. This is this is really you know I feel rusty about saying this because I've been passively thinking thoughts that aren't true. I've been thinking negative, depressing thoughts, but actively, all of a sudden, I'm feeling pretty good about the fact that I'm saying, wait a minute, God is still good. God is real. He's going to get me through this. And by the way, I got this, and it's just not worth all this junk that I've been filling my head with. And, and you know, I, I'm glad we took that turn. I, I'm glad we took the turn and stopped and thought about that because, it, you know, folks, we go through junk. And, and, you know, we say this all the time, and you know this. And, but what we don't do sometimes is when, when we're in the middle of the junk, it's easy to go back and look at the people who messed us over. It's easier to go back and look at the terrible things that are happened in our life. And I, I'm talking, and I'm not saying this pointing at you. I'm saying this pointing at me, every one of us. It's real easy to get caught in these ruts. It's real easy to get, you know, caught up there and hung up there. And the devil wants us there. He wants us to be in that zone where, uh, you know, because we have this great salvation, we faint not or something. I'm thinking chapter 4, 2 Corinthians, first verse there. And I'm not looking at it. It just came to my mind. Uh, but that idea of faint not is we don't lay down on the job. We don't give up. We don't get lazy. We don't give up. On, there's a mission. We're on a mission, folks. And I thank God that he's given us all a mission to know him better, no matter what job we're in, no matter what we do in life. There's some of you listen to me. I know that are working two or three jobs. There's some of you working, listen to me. I know there's a doctor listening to me right now. I know there's uh, people all over this world. And, and I'm here to tell you, I know one thing for sure. We all have a sin nature and we're all around people who have a sin nature. And if we're not careful, if we're not careful, folks, we're going to pick up on that sin nature and it's going to knock us down over and over and over again because we can, you know, the first thing when we wake up in the morning, the devil's not happy that we're saved, number one, but he can't do anything about that. But boy, he wants our marriages, Kevin. Boy, he wants our families. He wants our ministries. He wants our kids. He wants our friends. He wants the person who made my Starbucks chai tea latte, six pumps of vente chai tea latte this morning, six pumps of chai, no water. And uh, boy, he, he, he wants those people who smile at me. That, that man reached his hand out this morning, shook my hand and said, Doug, we're so glad you're our customer. As I gave him his 67th track this month or whatever it is. Wonderful. 
that's what he wants. And, you know, think about this, Kevin. I want to, I want to ask you a question and, and, uh, um, look at it from this, your hardest times over your lifetime, anywhere in your lifetime. Is that when you find yourself just saying, man, I, I, I just want to quit. Sure. Absolutely. I think my, uh, you know, my experiences for the last, you know, 59 years of life have been, you know, trying to say, um, well, trying to say to myself, you know, it's worth going on yeah. despite something that took place or something that you, you just yeah. say, wow, that took the wind out of my sails um, or, <clears throat> you know, took the life out of my, took the life out of me. But yeah, um, everything you're saying brother is so applicable to people that are um suffering going through things that they can't explain all they know is it hurts so much and they just wish there was some you know some way yeah um but i'm so glad that there's some person number one that understands and number two that has the right the right prescription that 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 fits their particular situation and this this book that we're looking at uh, yeah. is rich in, in in things that cleanse the mind like a pressure washer, and can fix all of the uh, hurts and pain. It's like the good Samaritan who poured in oil and wine to someone who was just trying to make it through life and got jumped and and he was left wounded and bleeding and and dying and, and this people walking right by him, man. People walking over him. People, yeah. this world, boy. Yeah, and folks, you know the other time when that laziness comes, that other time when we want to give up, that other time when we want to faint, great victories. Look at Elijah. <laughs> you know, folks, I, I want to say this to you. I want to. I want to give you. I wanted to present both sides of this to you, but it's so true. You know, where Kevin and I live in the ministry and stuff, we we got an awful lot in common. And I'll tell you, when we get knocked down, it's hard to be in the ministry. It's also hard to be in the ministry when we get put up on the mountaintop. It's hard to be in life, friends. When we're on that mountaintop, it's hard to be on life when we're in the valley. But can I tell you, we serve a God. He's not only God on the mountain, he's God in the valley. He's God in the Amen. bad times. He's God. And I know it's like a song. I get that. But let me tell you this, friends. And, and, and with all honesty, our days are going to be bad sometimes. What we do with those bad days, when we take that university of hurt, that university of pain, that university of people messing us over, and we say, God, give us that diploma. We're ready to serve. We're going. We're loading up, man. Confer on me your yeah. glory. It's time. Amen. Hey, hook up, folks. Listen, it will be worth it all when we see Jesus. Amen. Man, I, I almost, you know, if Stephanie was here, I'd make her sing that song, brother. But that's all right. Uh, you she, don't want me to sing it. Well, go ahead, brother. Sing the first line. We got, got like, go ahead. Give us first verse. You, you know the first verse? Oh, something like, oft times the day seems long. Our trials hard to bear. We're tempted to complain, to murmur and despair. But Christ will soon appear. He will. And catch his bride away, all tears forever over, in God's eternal day. It will be worth it all I promise. when we see Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All trials will seem so small Praise when we see Christ. One glimpse of his dear face, all sorrow will erase. 
So bravely run the race till we see Christ. Hey, we love you folks. If you want to get a hold of us, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. I want to connect with you. We want to do Zoom. Remember, we're raising up some money to cover this podcast, about $200 a month. Go to WoundedSpirits.com, grab that black down menu, and we want to talk to you. Get a hold of us, Helpful Wounded Spirits or Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. We love you folks. God bless. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.